It was 30 years from the time Anna Kane was murdered until her killer would be identified using DNA. The use of genetic genealogy to find suspects is becoming very popular in the true crime community. Let's talk about how Anna Kane's murder was solved using this helpful tool that is solving cases all over the country and the world. It's a mystery still looming over the Hampton Roads community. Now, prosecutors are disappointed with today's Hello, results. everyone. I'm Amanda. Welcome to my podcast, True Crime with Amanda, the audio version of my YouTube channel. In this podcast, we talk about all things true crime. I cover solved cases, unsolved, missing purses, long cases, short cases, and what's going on in the news. Today, we're here to talk about Anna Jean Kane, who is a 26-year-old mother of three living in Reading, Pennsylvania area until right before her murder when she actually moved to Birdsboro, Pennsylvania, which was about 10 minutes away when she went missing. Her oldest child, a daughter, was just nine years old. Anna's lifeless body was found around 3 p.m. on October 23, 1988, when a man who was out walking came across her body along a trail in Perry Township, which is also in Pennsylvania, just about 30 minutes away from Reading. When Anna was found, a rope was around her neck, giving police an indication on how she may have been killed. An autopsy was completed on Anna, and her cause of death was confirmed to be strangulation. She did have many bruises on her face, as well as indicating she was beaten before she was strangled. Police believe that she put up a fight, causing the murderer to beat Anna as he was attempting to strangle her. Police investigated the scene where Anna was found and believe that she was murdered elsewhere, and then her body was dumped on that wooden trail. Police came to this conclusion because there was a rainstorm the evening of October 22nd into the morning of October 23rd, and Anna's clothes that she was wearing were not wet when she was found, indicating that she was left there after the rainstorm. During their investigation, police found that Anna was last seen in the Reading area around 1 p.m. on the morning of October 23rd. Police also were able to find DNA on Anna's clothing, which belonged to an unknown male. However, they were unable to match this DNA to anyone. DNA databases weren't really a useful tool until like now. 19-night, I believe. The case would end up going cold, though. One reason for this could be the fact that it was reported that Anna was a sex worker and had been arrested for a few times for prostitution and petty theft. However, this is purely speculation on my part and the knowledge that I have from previous true crime cases from that time period. For those of you who watch a lot of true crime, know that sadly during around the 1980s, serial murderers would often target sex workers because they found that they were looked down upon in society and not very many people would come looking for them. At the beginning of 1990, a local paper ran an article on their front page about Anna and requesting any information anyone might have regarding her murder. A letter was sent to the local newspaper from someone with what police called intimate details of the crime leading the police to believe that this person had knowledge of the crime and was the murderer. Sadly, the letter was only signed as a concerned citizen. Police were able to match the saliva from the letter that was mailed into the local news station to DNA found on Anna's clothing, meaning that the person who sent the letter into the news station was the same person that murdered Anna. But then the case went cold again as police were unable to match the DNA that they found to anyone. It wasn't until police had a press conference on August 18th, 2022, that we learned police did eventually find a DNA match. So recently we did genetic genealogy, which was completed by Parabon Nano Labs, uh, based out of Virginia. They were able to determine that a possible suspect of Scott Grimm. Uh, we were able to determine that Scott Grimm had died in 2018 of natural causes. However, we were able to obtain a direct sample of Scott Grimm's DNA. 
The DNA from both Anna's clothing and the letter belongs to a man named Scott Grimm. Investigators explained that they used genetic genealogy to find the suspect. So for those who aren't familiar with genetic genealogy, I'm going to try and explain it real simple because one, I am not a scientist and two, I am not an expert in this or pretty much any subject. But please basically submit the DNA to a lab like Parabon Nano Labs, which is one of the more popular ones these days. These types of lab will then take the DNA and break it down and run it for a match in any of the public databases that places like 23andMe and Ancestry.com submits their DNA results. So just like in the Ancestry test, it'll show those related to the suspect and then you can find the suspect tracing down different lineage. This is how the Golden State Killer was caught and also many others since then. So once police get the name of the person that they believe is a suspect, they will then obtain the person's DNA somehow. With the Grim Sleeper case, they got it at a restaurant. Some places they'll get it from just trash or the side of the road, trash that you discard. So once they narrow down who it is, the police will attempt to attain that DNA, most likely without the suspect's knowledge, by either following them around and trying to get a straw or garbage they leave outside on the corner, something that they can take and test the DNA against to confirm that it is the person. So please inform the public that Scott Grimm actually died in 2018 of natural causes, but they were able to obtain a direct DNA sample to confirm that the suspect is Scott Grimm. However, police did not disclose how they got this information for the fact that he's been dead since 2018. How did they get a direct sample? At the time of her murder, Scott would have only been 26 years old and police have not been able to link Scott and Anna together in any way. Police also indicated that that it could have been sex work that linked the two, but they're not able to confirm any type of connection. Police also said that Scott was arrested in 2022 for harassing a business partner, which included him writing letters to that business partner as well. These letters that were sent to the business partner, the DNA was taken from those letters and matched to the letters that were sent from the concerned citizen and the DNA found on Anna's clothing. So that solves the case of Anna Kane's murder. Please leave a rating and a review, preferably a nice five star as it really helps the podcast. Until the next episode, stay safe out there. The world can be an ugly place.